Okay, I'm gonna be honest, I'm really shy right now. But it's okay, because I'm doing my introduction in front of my friend and I'm really shy, but it's okay. Hey guys, welcome to Waffling About Mostly Nothing. It's me, Minna, and I'm just here to waffle about Mostly Nothing, and I've got a special guest with me. It's Karen. Hey Karen, how are you doing? Hi, Minna. How are you doing? After spending the whole day with you, and then we're gonna be like, hi, Minna. Yeah, hi! <laughs> like i haven't seen you in so long oh my god five minutes yeah okay let me just clarify this is karen with a c yeah Yeah. i'm sorry but like when you hear karen you're like ah but this is actually the person i was talking about in previous episodes where i'm like oh my god this is such a healthy friendship oh you're gonna pretend i didn't just say that to you like two hours ago of course not i mean we said hi we said hi yeah spending the whole day together yeah oh yeah that's true that's true okay fair enough but like i did say are we are we gonna repeat it um sure why not i did say that i felt like i had to grow within myself to be able to appreciate this friendship and then literally after one day of meeting you i remember talking to you and i was like you need to be on the podcast and you were like what and i was like you need to be on the podcast and you were like uh, okay stranger i okay. just met yeah. <laughs> yeah literally okay but besides that karen what i want to know is who the hell is karen even like who is she um, for me to answer that, I'm gonna need to speak to your manager. Oh, okay, so that's the kind of Karen you are. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. This is the healthy relationship. This, <laughs> yeah. this is the one. Yeah, this is the one. Um, I don't know. Did you want to ask me questions? Okay, I will do that. Oh my yeah. god, are you gonna tell me how to be a host? Absolutely. Since oh. you can't do your job, I'm gonna oh. need to speak to your manager oh about my god. this. You know? She went there. I did. Honestly. I live there. <laughs> That was funny, I'll give you that. Sometimes you're funny, which makes me think you're not a Karen, but then you say shit, like what you just said, and I'm yeah. like, oh, she is a Karen. I must remind you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's like, you came out of the womb, and your mom just knew. I was like, ma, I'm going to need to speak to your manager as well. <laughs> Somebody, get the manager. And then she was like, oh, a Karen. Yeah. That's your name. <laughs> <laughs> stuck with that they looked at a black child and they were like we're gonna name it karen that's what we're gonna do oh, yeah. wait i was gonna say something and i actually completely forgot did i actually. not tell you to ask me questions <laughs> yeah. not like that no <laughs> oh my god no we actually gotta get to the point no what i want to know is who the hell is karen not the karen that's like let me speak to your manager it's the karen that decided to move to the UK after mm-hmm. she was really comfortable in Kenya and she got her bachelor's and now she's getting her master's in the UK and she's still mm-hmm. trying to sort her life out. Who's that Karen? Like, how did that Karen make that ginormous decision to move to a different country all on her own? And I like that you asked me who I am and then picked yeah. one specific part of my life you to talk asked about. Me to ask you questions. <laughs> I'm so confused. I am appreciating that. Oh. I said that I like, what the hell? Oh, anyway, because <laughs> you know what? I will say, I like how you do this and I'll be like a diss towards someone. It started off that way and oh, then you it? interjected and then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to pretend that <laughs> that was not the point. But God, anyway. I hate being around you. It's just so, so You're happy. great. 
I'm so happy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Your question was what pushed me to do what yeah. I did. Um, I think it was it's exactly what you just said, being comfortable in my comfort zone. Mm. And I had to take a step back and like look at my life and if that's what I wanted to do or that's what I wanted to be in the next maybe two years, you know, that's like a short term period. Right. So if I cannot be here for two years, then what am I doing here now? And then it was really just everything around me. Everything was happening for other people around me. And I felt like what I mean specifically is that my friends were getting married and having children. And I could feel myself getting pushed to that because, you know, we're all graduated. It's been a year yeah. since our graduation for starting to settle down. And I was like, I don't want to be around that. Yeah. Because I, I feel like that I want to do the same, but not because I want to, just because everyone else is doing it. Oh. Yeah, and, and I, I did not want to be around that energy because that's it was not it's not yet my time, you know. Mm. So yeah, I just thought to change the environment, and instead of moving to a new city, I chose <laughs> to move to a new continent. Yeah. yeah, that was really smart. So smart. Yeah. So like sometimes you'll look at me and you'll be like, I was. I was like, I was comfortable. I don't know, like, you'll be struggling and you'll be like, I don't know why I left. I was, like, comfortable. That is so true. I do say that. Yeah, you do say that. An awful lot of times. Yeah, a lot, where I'm like, yeah. um, are you okay? Like, no. what's going on? I mean, oh, you no. know, making... Okay. No, I say no all the time. Even oh. when I mean yes, I will okay. say no. Wait, so how are we meant to know, like, as You should just know. Oh, we should just know. Yeah, yeah like, guys, we should just know, like... I mean, just magically, we should just know. All right, cool. Did you expect me to actually help you out and be no, like using no, the course. correct words? No, 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 of ah. course not. No, healthy communication? So good. Yeah, that's <laughs> so last year. <laughs> um, but I don't know what you just said. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing about... <laughs> good job. Thanks. I do that all the time, though, so I can't, yeah. even, I can't even prove Put yourself. That. Oh, but, okay. But, uh, yeah, so sometimes... I mean, obviously making a big decision... <laughs> Sorry, I just took a sip of my tea. <laughs> it was too hot. So I was like struggling mm-hmm. not to make noise. She just saw me. That's what happened. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, please. so as I was saying before I was brutally interrupted <laughs> by your sensitive mouth. I can't believe this girl. Uh, yeah, um, sometimes when you make big life changing decisions, you know, sometimes you you have moments of like self-doubt and you're like did i make the right decision mm. and then you know looking back at home like i i had such a good life i was comfortable <laughs> and all of that but being here is just financially straining mm. and it's you know and the change of everything down to the diet my body is taking time yeah but so i sometimes i, I sit back and i'm like did i really make the right decision but you know i know i know that i did mm. and i just need to reassure myself most of the time and you know like if maybe i knew someone here and um maybe like if i had a friend here like you know some something to remind me of home mm-hmm. then i think it would be a little less stressful but mm-hmm. i'm getting there you know it's, it's been less than a month so yeah. i mean yeah and you're killing it to be fair oh my um, God. yeah i'm not just saying that like i think about myself and when i came and i'm like whoa she's settling in Quickly. Real nice. <laughs> like a real, okay, probably not real nice. No, I'm really not gonna say real nice. I'm, I'm not gonna say that because I live with you and I know oh. that, yeah. Okay. I see you and I'm like, ah. 
Okay. I will not take offense. You will not take Okay, good. Yeah, because yeah. it's my feelings. I'm going to get offense. I don't want to yeah. take offense. <laughs> Your feelings, does that even matter? No. To me, I walk around with them all the time. What about you, actually? That's so annoying. That's so annoying. Such a I just kind of statement to make. <laughs> I just kind of leave them in a box. Oh yeah, and then I like go out, and then that I come back. That explains your dysfunctionality. Yeah. Oh yeah. Does it make sense now? It does. Yeah. It's like <laughs> my mood switch quite easily, but mm-hmm. I guess okay. How do you know? Because you said earlier you're like I kind of know that it's the right decision. Is there something that you like say to yourself or anything that you know when when doubt really? Yeah. I th- okay. I've never actively thought of it, but I, you know, um, I feel like every life decision I've made this far, like even with choosing the degree that I was going to do in my undergrad, choosing the company I was going to work for, choosing Mm -hmm. to quit, like all of them have been big life decisions. And okay, there's this one thing that I told myself, I think when I was starting my new job, because I really hated it. But then I was like, because it was really tough, you know, being in mm. retail. Retail is not easy at all. No. But I remember telling myself that I have to get through all of the difficult situations because future me is going to look back at past me and be like, I was able to conquer that. I'm probably going to be able to conquer this. And I'm so glad that I did because now when I'm in this situation, I'm like, this is big, but there have been bigger things in my life. Oh, yeah. And I got through them. So I'm probably going to get through this one as well. Yeah. So that is that is all I have. <laughs> That's what I say to myself. I'm like... I, and then I have to get through this so that future me will look at this and be like, I moved to a new country. Yeah. And I did that. I did that. So, yeah. That's probably how I'm getting through all of Damn. that. Yeah, I guess. Do you just, like, you don't actively have to try to think about that. You just kind of have that thought. It's not like it's not like I have segmented all my thoughts all the time. It's just mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, so small things like um, maybe... When maybe I need money and then I'm like, oh, I need a bank account. Oh my, did I leave home? Why did I leave home? And then I'm yeah. like, okay, but hold up. Right. This is not this is not the end. Like, yeah. you know, I just got to pick myself up and I tell myself everything that I need to tell myself, especially that that I just shared. And then I'm always like, okay, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to probably figure it out. And then I start to think about it logically. Damn. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I feel like you're so emotionally mature. Oh, I think it's self parenting. <laughs> oh yeah, I do self parenting. Okay, so how the hell do you do that? Because I've been I've been trying to do that, and honestly, it's it's going okay. But sometimes it's just like, how do you like? Because when I try to self parent, mm-hmm. I'll look at myself and I'll be like, "You don't even know what you're talking about. We're the same age. Who are you trying to self parent right now?" Okay, yeah, and that's where you so, start to go yeah. wrong, <laughs> and then you go down a spiral, and you're like yeah so, do you ever deal with that yeah no no i don't oh, no. Okay. <laughs> because um no i'll share with you why mm. i have younger siblings mm. and so for a majority of my life i mean my brother was born when i was less than three years old so i've always had to look after someone from the age of like two years and some months oh. so no not like that don't make that face okay in a good way because i've think? been yeah i have at first i didn't like it because i was like i barely had time yeah exactly that's but, what i'm thinking no, it really taught me a lot of responsibility at such a young age. And then being able to take care of, like, three siblings made me learn how to take care of myself. Remember this one time I told you that I, I'm really kind to myself and I don't like mm. to tell myself things that I wouldn't tell other people? Yeah. Because I look at how I relate with my siblings and I'm like, I would not tell my siblings that wow. you're doing bad. So why would I say that to myself, you know? Okay. So I will say that I have that advantage over you, the fact right. that there were people for me to take care of. So I do have some parenting skills. So I apply that to myself as well. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Mm. But was there a time where you kind of used to be really harsh on yourself? Or was it always like... 
Yeah. yeah. When I was, I think when I was a teen. Yeah. So how did you transfer that? I, mean, I know it probably wasn't overnight that you were just like, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to love myself from now on. Of course not. Yeah. It's a process. But like, um, what? Mm-hmm. how do you go through that process? How has it come to a point where you were like, I just don't say that shit to myself anymore? I'm not going to lie. I wasn't, I didn't have the healthiest relationship with myself for a majority of my life. I did not. I really, there was so much that I needed to deal with because for the longest time, I thought my parents liked my younger brother more than they liked me. I genuinely thought they didn't even like me. And, you know, I grew up in between two boys, as I told you. Um, And my brothers were bullies. But like not not like in the emotionally scarring sense, but like they would yeah we would fight all the time. We would almost kill each other sometimes. It was it was it was mad. um, That sounds very healthy. Uh, But yeah, sure. Yeah, (laughs) but um, forgot where I was going with this. We were talking about how your brothers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, I did not. I remember one time my older brother. Well, he was my cousin, but anyway, Mm. my older brother told me that if i wanted to become light-skinned then i should just scrub myself like really hard when i'm showering <laughs> and then he, he he told me that guys did not like dark-skinned girls and they like light-skinned girls i should probably shower with so much force and i was like <laughs> no, i probably no. should and i was like what six or seven at the time so i was like oh, oh i'm probably dirty so i used to like spend hours in the shower just scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing and no, then, wait, that's actually really sad. Yeah, no, I did not think it was at the time. You know, yeah, I'm just he, yeah, there was that. And then um so they were bullies. Yeah. Like, but they're brothers, so I uh, don't okay, hold okay. it against so, them. But that's really. actually really sad. Like, it was too. really unhealthy. But to them it was funny. I, I did I thought it was I don't know. Anyway. Um I remember as this my front tooth is broken because of my brother. And then he told me, you know, if you he wanted to go, <laughs> yeah, I think he pushed me and I, I broke it <laughs> or something. No. I don't know. I'm sorry, that doesn't happen. <laughs> oh, but wait for the, this is, it's not that, it, it gets worse. Because after it broke and then it started growing um, and turning, you see, because it's not straight. And then he was like, if you wanted to go back. <laughs> no, I already know this is going to be so bullshit. <laughs> it is. It was. He told me to take a hammer and just like try it <laughs> and hit it to go back. And I this did, I did. Because no, he was not. like five years older than me. I believed <laughs> everything he told me. I was like, he knows best. So I would try oh to like my hammer God. my tooth back into place. But um, so I think. <laughs> went through that like it was nothing but yeah no that was much more <laughs> but um my brother left my family um maybe more than 10 years ago about 12 years ago mm-hmm. so i really stepped up to the plate of being an older sibling which right. i am anyway I'm, i am mm-hmm. the firstborn but he was kind of there so i didn't have to do everything by myself mm-hmm. but when he left um is when i think everything hit me like i had to suddenly become responsible for everyone all the time doing everything all the time and Oh, it was difficult because my parents were trying to, you know, make me responsible, but yeah. I was seeing it as, why do I have to do it? Yeah, and it's such a sudden it, change. Yeah, as it well. is, it is. Um, but then I went into high school, and of course, high school is brutal, irrespective yeah. of which country you're in. Yeah, girl. it's mad. It's crazy. So there was a lot to deal with there as well. So when I got to uni, in I think was it my my first year? I think mm-hmm. I shared with you the deep um hurtful thing that i went through yeah 
and it was really me stepping out of the depression and the pain and all of that that made me aware mm-hmm. of the fact that I actually have to take care of myself because I just I could see myself spiraling and I was like no one is coming to save me no one is really coming to get me out of this and you know it's it's been a journey trying to find the healthiest coping mechanism and I can't say that I have found it mm-hmm. but I found what what works for me right now mm-hmm. and that's what I'm going with and my top priority really is to just protect my soul to be honest. Oh, wow. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's everything. When you take care of your soul, you take care of your mind, you take you can do things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a journey. It's not been like a like a thing that I have been practicing my entire life, you know? Dang. Okay, okay. So, basically, what, what, I'm, what I heard, at mm-hmm. least, and what I want to kind of fixate on is, so you took care of other people and not really yourself when you stepped mm-hmm. up. You didn't really have that experience to force yourself to kind of take care of yourself mm-hmm. and then when you went into uni is when you were like shit like this is all me yeah I think it was I was so used to giving myself to other people that I didn't realize that I wasn't doing the, the same to myself and not to be like shady mm-hmm. but I was giving to people that were not giving back to me yeah so I think subconsciously I expected them to take care of me mm. so but then I realized that they, they were actually not going to take care of me and I was like that's okay I'm yeah. not going to feel bad about it I'll just I just need to give myself more I like to explain it with like because I once told my friend about this I was like and with like relationships like boyfriends and all of that it feels like I might take from my cup and I pour into other people's cups right. and then my cup like runs low Mm. And then no one is pouring into my cup. And then the little that I have, I'm like, okay, I can give you one drop. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, I, my cup is really running low and there's no one to do that. So I was like, you know what, I got to take a step back, refill right. my cup, and then give what I can to people. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure I save some for myself. Did that? No. Did, no, did no, you no, understand did. that? Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I mean, it was a good analogy, but I think I struggle mm-hmm. mostly mm-hmm. with like filling my own cup. So how do you do that? Because it is so hard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a whole thing in itself. And then, you know, the worst part is you have to keep filling it. Yeah. You like fill it once and you figure it out and you're like, okay, great. And all of a sudden you got to keep filling it and you're like, oh shit, didn't expect this. Oh, I think the the hardest time or, you know, the most difficult time is filling it the first, like maybe two, three times. And you're like, I can't. But once you make it a thing, you know, and, and that, it goes down to the tiniest of details with, like, setting boundaries, you know, mm. all of that. And why I keep telling you to not apologize for yeah. every single oh, yeah. little thing <laughs> and to be confident in yourself. Believe it or that not. That is filling your cup. Yeah. yeah. Believe it or not, I used to apologize a lot more. Like, when I was younger, I was a lot worse. But you apologize for everything already. <laughs> no, not, re- not everything. It used to be so much worse. Oh, like, yeah? trust me. Mm-hmm. But, like, we need to work on that, to be fair. I need to work on that. I should probably ask you why you do so, but that's a whole entire... That's a whole other thing, <laughs> yeah. let's be honest. But we shall but talk about it. We shall. Oh my yeah. god, we shall. Who is she? I reckon we'll, I re- talk, about, <laughs> we'll talk about it soon. I reckon. <laughs> do you know what? Karen mm-hmm. came to me one day, and she was like, oh, I just met up with a friend. And they're so... <laughs> they're so British, they said... I reckon. Was it I reckon? Yes. Yeah. How do you just use that in casual <laughs> conversations? Like, I reckon the bus is going to be here. <laughs> what the hell? I was like, oh, sis. 
Oh, I just casual conversation. You know, yeah. I come from a country where we do speak some English in casual conversation. Yeah. But it's mixed with another language. So for me to just hear <laughs> the word reckon, like it's mm. just no, it was mm. like did you did you think this person was like too posh for you? No, yeah. I actually laughed to their face. I was like, <laughs> You said that and it was like, um, yeah. <laughs> you probably made them insecure. Good job, Karen. Good oh, job. Well well Okay. <laughs> Okay. That's on them. Well, oh, that's on them. <laughs> okay. Well, this isn't the healthiest relationship mm. I've been in. Oh, by the way, my relationship, I, 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 mean, I feel like I we're dating. Mention, oh my god. Yeah. I feel like I need to mention. Sorry, Karen. I feel like I need to mention it is a friendship. Oh I will, my god! Yeah, just sorry. got friend zoned on your own uh, yeah. podcast. Sorry, sorry. My it's heart. One thing Mena has. It's the it audacity. The audacity. <laughs> <laughs> it's the audacity. But um, I think I've only got space in my heart for my future cats. See, I don't have these cats right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, in the future, I will. So okay. that's all, the, you know, the my heart can... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry. I, I want to feel sad. Oh. But I sad? have been a cat mom, so... Oh, okay. That's probably okay. my future as well. Oh, yay! We can be cat moms together! No! Yay! No. I think we'll do that. I think we'll do that. I think we'll do that. Nope. All right. I know that when I told you... (laughs) Why are you laughing right now? (laughs) I'm listening. You know, she's listening. (laughs) Um, When I told you I wanted you on the podcast, you were like... You texted me the next morning and you were like, yeah, okay, I agree, but I also have a few points. Mm -hmm. I made a few points. (laughs) And I was like, oh, no one's ever done that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, let's look at your points. And it's only just today that I looked at them and I was like, damn, sis. Like, you had a few where I'm just like, okay, first of all, first of all. First said, of all. First of all. Um, I said this to you earlier. I was like, can we can we do, like, multiple episodes together? Because this is really good. This is really, really good. The points you make are really good. I'm just smart. Okay, well, questionable. <laughs> but, you know. I'll take it. Um, okay. Okay, I called her wise a couple hours ago so i think um, i think that may have gotten to your head it did do you not see the forehead oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh i hate this woman so much anyway one of the points that i really really liked and i actually want you to expand on if that's mm-hmm. okay is this is what you said a lot of the challenges we face are self-imposed so like thoughts fears and doubts and then after that you wrote can I, can I mention this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Which I don't really understand, so I'm hoping you explain it to, to, I mean, I hope to so, hear. So. <laughs> to hear. Here and to tonight. Hear. Uh-huh. To hear. To hear. <laughs> to hear. That can be our new thing. Oh, I closed. I'm sorry. Okay. It's on her phone, so this is a little bit inconvenient. It's just, it's a little bit inconvenient. Do you want to have Karen. your fingerprint on my phone? Uh, you know? Yeah, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> okay. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, like, you have my password, but it's okay. It's fine. My feelings are not hurt. Anyway, what you said was, I have a mini existential crisis, but not to the point of panic, but enough to show me how small my problems are. So, mm-hmm. let's tackle that. Do you want to tackle it in two parts, where it's like, the first bit and then the second bit, or do they... The second bit is in response to the first bit, so... Oh, okay, okay. That's I... why I was telling you that I hope you understand what I meant by it. I mean, I don't. You I'm don't? Sorry. That's why I'm here. Okay, well, explain it then. Um. Okay, I'm going to give you 
an example right. of the first time that I did it and realized that, oh, this could actually be like a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. I was doing my internship in right. in a bank back in Kenya. And I think I was feeling a bit overwhelmed because in that semester I had so much going on. And there was just, it was just really a lot. I had like, I had school, I had the internship, I had driving school, I had a relationship. So there was a lot on my plate at the mm-hmm. time. And I used to work on the eighth floor. So I think it, I was really, I was really having it that day. So I just, I said, I'm going to step out to the balcony just for a bit, just to get some fresh air. And then when I went there, this bank was like in the middle, is is in the middle of the CBD. So like, there's so many people inside the town and these people just walking about all over. And I remember just staring down at these people and then starting to realize how tiny my existence is. And I'm like, um, there's so many people, everyone... Every single one of these millions of people that I'm watching just walk around the streets have their personal lives and they have their own stories and they're going through their own struggles and all of that. And I'm like, okay, so maybe it's not this larger than life problem that I think that I'm having. And that's what I mean, like a mini existential crisis. I'm like, when I think about how tiny a speck I am in the world and I'm like, so this is something that I can fix because it's not like the end of the world, to be honest. So I, yeah, that that kind of, so um, the first part says that a lot of, the problems we have are self-imposed. I'm not disregarding that um, having a lot on your plate is a, is a lot. But anyway, mm-hmm. you get what I mean. I'm not saying that it, it's not a problem, but sometimes you need to look at it and be like, okay, this is something that I can't solve. And for you to think that you should be able to see it as like something, you know, small in that sense. For me, that's how it works. I need to yeah. see it as something small something that i can actually defeat because if it's too big then i'm like i don't think i can do that but if i make it small i'm like this is something so small that i I can actually do you know not to not to like dismiss it or nothing but just to be like oh this is actually tiny you know that's what that means okay but did it ever get to a point where you had a pretty big big issue or like a pretty big life change and you were like no karen it's it's not that deep did that ever happen? Uh, no. I feel like every life, like big life changing or big event that has happened in my life, I probably usually take like a week to mm-hmm. deal with. And um, a week, okay, to me, a week is a long time. Right. So I, and most of the times I want to be done with my shit in a day, two max. Okay. But when I take a week, I'm like, oh, that's that. That was big, just because I don't like to dwell on things too much. Oh, okay, okay. So for every for every big life changing event and i think the one that just comes to my mind is is the one of the thing that happened in uni and i watched myself spiral for like 8 months just going inside a deep hole and i'm like oh. i can't get myself out of this but as soon as uh, my friends came through and they're like oh girl you need to you need to get up you need to do something and i was like okay so i need to acknowledge that this has happened but i need to make it into something that i can handle so yeah. I did not dismiss how it made me feel. And I definitely did not make the best decision over the next one year after that. Oh, okay. Oh, I did not. Wait, so what was the decision? What could you have done the- differently? I feel like answering that question is just... Um, it's going to expose me. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> never mind, never mind. But okay, that that brings me to another question. Just sorry to cut you off. But okay. I, I do want to ask, 
like if you were to change things would you actually change them or would you just no no nothing mm-hmm. i would not change not even my brother's bullying me oh <laughs> i would not change no. anything in my life to be honest because um most i mean when i was when i was in uni i used to be like oh i should have done this different mm-hmm. i should have i should have but once i graduated that was like my moment of realization because i was like every single thing that i have gone through has led me up to this moment so if I change one thing, how sure am I I'm going to be the same person than I, than, nah, than I am? I don't know if that made that sentence no, no, make no, sense. That, I feel like I understand what you're saying. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm usually, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't pretend that everything that happens in my life is good. Mm-hmm. But there's always some good to come out of any situation. Like there's always a lesson to learn. There's always some development. Something is going to happen out of it. And even if it's, it's not like development, then it's, it's a good story probably. So I'm go- okay. I am I like to take everything positively. So if I change one thing, I'm like, am I sure I'm going to be the person that I am today? And I do like who I am. And I oh. do like who I'm going to be. So I, I don't want to change anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the, the yin-yang thing. Like, with yeah. every good, there has to be bad. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. Someone told me that, like, um, a close friend of mine, like, said that to me a couple mm. months ago. And I just refused to accept yeah. it. I was like, no, no. But it's true yeah no that has to be like even with yourself even with myself i know there's bad things about me like you know the things that i don't like about myself right my personality and most of the times instead of like bashing myself for it i'm like how am i gonna make it better but even when i do fix that i know there's something else like there's oh just God. always gonna be bad things it's like a never-ending thing and that's yeah that's it's like a, a cycle name. yeah so like how do you how do you just kind of get out of that cycle because then you said it yourself you start to spiral and it's just it's so exhausting because it's like there's always something you know i think um what really works for me so that i I avoid spiraling into Mm. unknown situations is being mindful like i'm really mindful and aware of myself and my thoughts and my actions and my words and all of that i'm really aware and mindful of myself like even when i say things to myself or to other people i'm like the intention what is the intention what do i want out of every situation and that really kind of helps me to be aware because if i'm gonna start a friendship with you i'm like what's the end goal of this okay you know is it to be in a healthy friendship you know or Mm -hmm. to have companionship or whatever and so if i know that that is my goal i'm gonna work towards that goal right so it's gonna make me aware i'm like if mena doesn't like for me to do this and i'm not gonna do it and if Mena does this that I don't like, and I'm going to tell her not to do that. And right. if she does do it, then I'm like, I'm not going to be angry. I'm just going to be like, now I know where on your priority list I'm at. Wow. So, and I just move on from there. That's such a healthy way to think about it. I don't like being angry. I really don't like to be yeah. mad. I don't like to feel negative thoughts. Uh, mm. Not f- thoughts. <laughs> I don't like to feel negative feelings. I don't mm. like to have negative thoughts. I avoid them as much as I can because i do get them sometimes but i just avoid them you avoid them yeah and remember like with oh that's a bit personal but remember with the thing of like being horny yeah yeah and i told you oh yeah you did mention but is that like healthy like is that you avoiding it and not sitting in that not wallowing in it but like i think we had this conversation where Mm. we were like i guess you deal with it differently but all i can help but think is when you say like oh i just avoid it when i say i avoid it i don't mean i suppress it okay but i'm like okay so let's say if i'm feeling a bit doubtful of myself i'm gonna be like 
oh exactly especially like with my masters i was like mm-hmm. i haven't been in school for a while you know i don't know if if i trust myself to complete this entire program and i was like i, I don't know if it, it's definitely going to be difficult and i don't know if i can handle it and then i had those thoughts for a while and then i was like okay so um how am i benefiting from having these thoughts like what exactly is happening once i think these thoughts and i'm like i'm just making myself feel less competent and is that something that i want to feel no so every time I'm going to have these thoughts, I'm just going to divert and be like, but what if I can, you know, oh, like, what if, so okay, I just okay, avoid okay. it like that. I'm like, okay. that's not go down that road. Like, okay. cause there's nothing good that's coming out of it. You know, anxiety is quite like shit sometimes. And it's like, Oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? And they're all like negative scenarios. But then you mm-hmm. say, what if, and you look at the other side yeah. of the spectrum, what yeah. if it goes really well, you already do that. It's like you've advanced, like, <laughs> But it's really difficult. It's really difficult. I'm not going to lie. It's really so hard because um, I think a while back I used to be quite the pessimist. Mm. But like that's human nature, I feel like. And and when I was wallowing in my pessimism, I'd be like, I I want want to be prepared for the worst case scenario. So that's why I would be pessimistic. I'm like, so if it goes bad, I was prepared. And then I was like, but what if it goes good, you know? Mm. And the pessimism was just bringing so much negativity and toxicity to myself, yeah. by myself. Like, I'm I'm self-imposing all of this negativity. And I was like, okay, maybe. Like, I should be aware that things, ca- it's 50-50. It can be good, it can be bad. Mm. And I'm going to live with that. Just, like, knowing. I'm not going to say it's going to be good, but I'm not going to say it's going to be bad. Like, it can go either way. So yeah. just be prepared for whatever. Yeah, because I noticed as well, optim. I don't want to call myself an optimist because I don't think I am. Sometimes I'm just yeah, like, mm, it might not go well. But you know, I'm mm-hmm. just going to be aware of the fact that it could go either way. Mm-hmm. And that one sits a bit better with me. Yeah, I guess that sits a lot better than, oh my God, it's all going to go to shit. Ah! Or, oh my God, it's going to work out. And then it doesn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a bit <laughs> shit because it's like, <laughs> boom. It's like raising your own expectations. Oh my God, yeah. So finding that balance is hard. It's so hard. It's Anna. so hard. But I feel like most of the times these days, it's like I walk in, I make life decisions just walking into them. Because to be honest, I didn't even think through the entirety of moving to a new country. Mm. I didn't want to go down to the details. I was like, generally, what is the bigger picture? I want to get a master's. I want to go to the UK. Okay, so I did not even take time to think about culture shock. I did not take time to think about like the adjustment. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to deal with it when I get there. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like, okay, first of all, yeah, you would have been a lot more prepared. But I feel mm. like, if you had thought about all of it that. would have scared me exactly you would have convinced yourself not to come yeah i did yeah. think of all the negatives like the possible negative outcomes and the worst one for them on my list for me was racism you know okay. like ra- any form of discrimination just because of my race yeah. and i was like that's the that's the worst thing that could happen mm-hmm. um and then of course i talked to some people who are here before me from my country and they're like it's not it's really not that bad actually most of it is not even you can't notice it sometimes in some parts you know it's not even there so i was like oh okay so um they will not physically hurt me and this was around and i think i told you around the time of the george floyd thing so i was like Mm -hmm. i don't want to go to a country that will where i can be physically injured or at risk but so i was like that's the worst case scenario so is that something we can deal with yes we're just going to ignore them so I was like, okay, so I don't want to think about anything else. I'm just going to go. Because if I think about the minor, all the things that could go wrong, I'm not going to go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Um, I feel like it's really important, um, even though I, I'm i not black myself, mm-hmm. I feel like it's really important to mention that it, it does exist in the UK. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not as 
obvious as it is in America, yeah. but it still very much exists. I hate to I hate to be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> well, I mean, not kind of new. Yeah, <laughs> but so. but you know, I like I like the fact that it's do I want to call it subtle? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like in my face, like yeah. And also, let's remember we're not in London. We're not like in a very big city mm-hmm. like that where it's yeah, it's a bit more low key. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of helps. But it's you know it's cool. It's an experience getting to see all of that. I mean, you know, being being an African and growing up in Africa, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I've encountered racism at any given point. So there's a possibility that someone has been racist towards me in my time here, and I don't even know. <laughs> you just, like don't realize. Yeah. Okay. But the the only problem that I had was like with insecurity. You know, the racism becoming like mm-hmm. affecting my security. But then since oh, okay. it's not going to do that, I was like, that's not it's not a big deal, Damn. to be honest. You are so mentally strong. It's actually mental to me. Oh, You're so mentally strong. It's mental. It's, mental. <laughs> it's mental. It's mad. No, but it's actually like. Sorry if you hear that. By the way, um, we, we in- actually don't. The in the last um, in the episode that you sent me, and you were like, yeah. I have really thin walls. Yeah. No, I can't hear. You could not hear anything. Yeah, I noticed that in today's um episode because I'm filming this on a Sunday, the Sunday before. Talk about me and time <laughs> management. <laughs> wow, but um. Yeah, I, I didn't notice it as much as I thought I would because people would be coming in. But I think that was quite loud. And imagine, this is another house. This isn't, like, someone next mm. to us. This is, like, a whole other house. And it's super... Like, we've got super thin walls, which kind of scares me sometimes. Especially because you tell me. Because you, <laughs> <laughs> you live in the room right under me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I like to run around my room. I, yeah. I'm sorry. It's just the truth. I'd like 4 a.m. No, it's not at 4 a.m. Come on. Okay, five. At 4 a.m. No, it's not at 5. <laughs> at 4 a.m. and 5 a.m. I'm actually quiet. I will walk around because I need to get to the, get to the toilet and stuff. But I'm actually, I think I'm quite, I think I'm good. It's, it's really not that bad. It was it was a bit bad when I got here. But the problem, not the problem. The thing with me is like once I, I adjust, that's okay. That's yeah. good. So now so I don't I... I don't hear you as much right oh, now. Oh, amazing. So basically what you're saying, what I'm hearing... Is, is fly I can... around your room. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, what I'm hearing is I can run around at 4 a.m. Okay, so what I'm saying and what you're hearing are two different things. <laughs> no, I but... just feel like that. that's, that's very apparent. That mm-hmm. is you know the intention behind your words if That's this is take. how you learn in school mm-hmm. tisk tisk, tisk. tisk. <laughs> i don't know how i, I reckon um <laughs> you might not graduate honestly i have had that thought before but um, i reckon i might you, <laughs> the use of the, the casual use of yeah. this word no i i don't even know if i re- used it right but i feel like it I reckon, isn't that like I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think something like yeah. that. I love how I'm asking you. You've been here a week. I've been here three years, and I have no. And English idea. is not even my first yeah. language, so. Oh I'm my god! Me. Here we go again. That is my answer to everything. Yeah. Honestly, it actually is. It really like is. y'all should actually hear this. <laughs> <laughs> y'all should hear this woman trying to speak. Like it's every other sentence, and I'm like, Mena okay. is like, wash the dishes. English is not my first language. <laughs> Okay. Know, okay. Well, I'm gonna leave this conversation now because this is not productive. Like, mm-hmm. just having conversations with you, I feel like they're very inefficient and just a waste of time. So, so that's so. why you had me on your podcast. Yeah, that's why. Okay. Yeah. So much logic I went know, into right? this. But 
we are getting very close to 40 minutes, which is a lot longer than my solo episodes, which makes me a bit sad because I'm like, I want to enjoy my solo episodes more than I, I enjoy other people. But but I'm like, I'm like everything you want. <laughs> oh, okay. I got the yeah. answers. I am. Um... Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, well, with that being said, I'm going to end the episode here because, well, Karen's doing the most right now. Honey, if you what are you doing if you're not doing the most? The why would least. you do? Why would you do what you're doing if you're not doing the most? I don't know. It's just too much. Too no, much no energy consumption. Yeah. Do you not eat to have energy? No, I eat it boils down to the oh hmm. yeah <laughs> oh. yeah okay. That's where Karen is starting to leave now. But <laughs> I do want to say a massive thank you for coming on here and you're um, so welcome you got so many good points that i want to talk about and i do want to talk about success because i'm not gonna lie to you i've said that a million times like season two is about talking about success and if it's worth it but Mm -hmm. every time i kind of just start talking about so many different things so this podcast is a hot mess but we already know that i mean but if you made it to season two yeah they're probably successful at your podcasting. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm successful at staying consistent, which actually I'm not even successful with that because I had a two months like hiatus. Oh, was like, yeah. Oh. So that was fun. It was. Yeah. <laughs> so I do want to thank you for coming on and taking the time to do this. I know you're thank like you super busy. So busy, girl. So busy. Nine yeah. to five, like Monday yeah. to Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> just just money money money, money, money. money. <laughs> getting the bag or whatever yeah and having a bank account it's so oh bad. you yeah. did not just <laughs> did i just go there yes yes i went there anyway thank you karen oh my god it's 8 p.m i still want to brush my teeth it's gonna take me at least 15 minutes to, to brush <laughs> 32 teeth yeah yeah 15 okay it should take me 32 minutes so really i'm just being oh, efficient okay yeah so I, I don't know been why brushing I my teeth like... wrong my whole life. Yeah, I think that's what's happening, Karen. You're welcome. That's cool. I just gave you a quick tip. Maybe not that quick, but you know, no. I just gave, gave not her a life all. hack. No. I just gave her a life hack and she's just not she's not very grateful. You don't you don't gratitude is something that I struggle with. Okay, well, hopefully she can figure that out by the time you come back. Oh, to the show because that would be really cool yeah thank you i was um, really happy to be here <laughs> i just cut you off but no, anyway okay. thanks for having me and i hope that anyone listening to this will take something away from it i'm sure they will and if they want my number i can give it to them oh my god why why not i can just block them if i don't like them <laughs> <laughs> we've said this before we need to talk about that at some mm. point Anyway, guys, I hope you have a good week. I know you'll have a good week. I know I'll have a good week. And I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye. Bye.